This is Christopher Benincasa for the Jersey Arts Podcast. At the age of 75, singer-songwriter Garland Jeffries continues to rock. The Brooklyn native got his start in New York City's club scene in the mid-60s and had a breakout hit in the 70s with the single Wild in the Streets, which is what you're listening to right now. Lou Reed was one of his best friends, and he recorded with the Velvet Underground's co-founder John Cale before striking out on his own. In 1977, the year his album Ghostwriter was released, Rolling Stone pronounced him best new artist. In the decades since, Jeffries has recorded 12 more albums, including last year's 14 Steps to Harlem. We spoke recently over the phone to talk about art history, protest music, his upcoming show at SOPAC, and the song that started it all. Wild in the Streets was produced as a standalone single in 1973. It would later turn out to be a really big deal for you. What is the story behind that song? Where did it come from? Wow, <laughs> it's like so, so long, you know? But the real point is, you know, when you, when you, you come on, you know, you're a songwriter, uh, meaning myself, I'm a songwriter. As I think songwriters uh, have different ways of working on their songs or discovering their songs, you know. And, uh, and, uh, and, and I think I'm very much like that, you know. So many different people have different styles and approaches and stuff. In my case, you know, wild in the streets. Wild in the streets. And with that whisper, with that loud whisper, became like a real insignia. And then I realized that that, you know, it's like you discover things about your songs uh, in the process of writing them, you know, and, uh, and this, uh, this whisper and accentuation of that sound is, uh, is very, very important. There have been many, many popular covers of Wild in the Streets. What do you think of all the covers? Any favorites or not so favorites? You know, I'm grateful that anybody would write songs uh, or, or, or play my songs or have them on the radio. You know, uh, you, don't, you don't have a lot of radio these days. But, uh, you know, every artist, uh, especially every songwriter, is thrilled when they find out that the song was on the radio or the song was being played or I covered your song, Garland, that type of thing. You know, uh, it's a thrill. WNYC's John Schaefer recently wrote about Wild in the Streets. Uh, he said that it's like the Rolling Stones covering a lost Lou Reed track. 
Well, I, I don't know the way the way it worked uh, exactly what came first, the chicken or the egg. But I just know, you know, uh, Wild in the Streets was a very popular song, you know, you know, and uh, and uh, I know people. You know, people played it, people performed it, people played it live. It was easy for for the song to be heard uh, because it was it wasn't complicated, you know. And uh, um, and I think good rock and roll is really that's what it's about. When it gets to be too wordy and too complicated and too, you know, it's it it uh, it loses something. About a month ago, uh, Loudon Wainwright wrote up a playlist of 10 great protest songs for the New York Times, uh, and that playlist included We Shall Overcome and your 1991 song Don't Call Me Buckwheat. Wainwright wrote that Don't Call Me Buckwheat is the title track of an album about race that should be listened to all over again, using rock and roll, doo-wop, reggae, and hip-hop Mr. Jeffries digs into the personal pain and the injustice of America's never-ending battle with itself. Were you surprised when you read this? All of a sudden, it was in the paper. You know, I was just thrilled. You know, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, Loudon was the one who really fostered that. You know, and I, uh, I really appreciate it uh, because it wasn't something like he didn't call me, uh, but. Uh, I got the I got the news, and I was thrilled. I am thrilled still, you know. You're a very prolific artist. Um, what is your process for writing and recording music? You know, it's 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 uh, yeah. Everybody's got a different style and a different approach. Some are similar, and you know, you come up with an idea. It just could be a, a, a f- four words, or you hear something. It could even be a commercial. You hear something, or you come up with, or you're playing the guitar at home, and uh, you know, often that is the case. And you come up with a, you know, a few chords, and you say, hey, "This is this is a great idea. This is cool."
should the audience expect to experience at these upcoming shows? The, the fans, people coming to the shows should expect the same old, same old. Me performing and giving everything I can to my audience. Garland Jeffries, thank you very much for doing the podcast. Okay, thank you, my friend. Garland Jeffries will be performing at SOPAC on Friday, December 28th. For more info and tickets, go to sopacnow.org slash garland hyphen Jeffries. And for more information about the arts in New Jersey, go to jerseyarts.com. I'm Christopher Benincasa. Thanks for listening. Too many teardrops for one heart to be crying. Too many teardrops for one heart to carry on. The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, supporting excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966.